When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Welcome to the Speedway Tavern. Enjoy your stay. Welcome to the Speedway Tavern. What's the news today? You have to wonder, don't you, just what it will take to get Speedway back into the headlines. I mean, Ty Woffenden is a three-time world champion, more than any other Brit. We have been world team champions last year and runner-up this year, and Dan Bewley has just come from nowhere to win two GPs on the trot. This is the sort of publicity we've been hoping for so, for so, so long. So... Why are the national newspapers not screaming this success on their back pages? Well, what happened at Peterborough last night might give us a clue. Abandoned after 10 heats and why? The answer, it, it just beggars belief. It was abandoned due to running out of tyres. I mean, you couldn't make this up. So how can Speedway be credible with this sort of thing happening? So to the BSPL, I plead give us our credibility back only in speedway good, good evening e- gentlemen good evening good evening good evening yeah what did you think to that oh it was a uh, I, I heard the news at mumba last night and it was sort of one of those things where you just sort of double tech you think hey what but there's got to well, be a I mean, there is a connection isn't there to, to to that sort of can can we say first and foremost it's more important than anything else Thoughts and prayers with Adrian and his family. Zinsky, yes, yeah, horrible crash um, in uh, Zelina Gora over the weekend. Of course, uh, currently in a coma. The reports that I've read is that uh, there's going to be an attempt to try and um, bring him out of the coma sometime this week. His condition's stable, but of course, obviously, all our thoughts and, and prayers Absolutely. with him. And again, just highlights what a dangerous sport this is. Absolutely. Uh, so. And sort of brings things into sharp relief as well. Yeah. But let's focus really on the, the report from, from last night. Um, it was after, after 10 heats, so of course Sheffield were declared winners and the result stands. Mm-hmm. But Sheffield were 32 28 winners at Peterborough in a meeting abandoned after 10 races due to tyre issues at the East of England Arena. The decision was taken to call a halt after several problems during the meeting, culminating in a major failure for Benjamin Basso in heat number 10. Basso still top scored for the Panthers with 10 and 1, while Tobias Misulek scored 8 for the Tigers, who consolidated their place in the Premiership's top four. A Peterborough statement said, Rider safety is paramount, and the club do not wish to see riders put at risk, and therefore the decision had to be taken on safety grounds to call a halt to racing. We never like to abandon meetings, especially when the reason is for something other than weather or track conditions, but on this occasion it was the only decision which could be taken. Um, well, obviously, safety has to come first. Of course, no, it does. Two ways about that. Um, they do, do seem to have been issues in recent years with tyres, though, don't they? It's obviously. these new tyres that they've just uh, brought yeah. out. Um, there have been. Well, 
I don't know enough about it to be able to comment too much, but whatever, you, I mean, if you're a newspaper editor or whatever and you look at that, it's, it's laughable. It whatever is, yeah. the ins and outs of it are, it is a laughable situation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, I believe I believe that's my phone. Oh, don't worry about God. it. Just because worried there because it sounds like mine, but mine's off. So um, I'll sort that. Tell us you can minute. wait. Can I, yeah. <laughs> um, could you give me a little bit more in the my, my phones, please? Yeah, of course. Thank yeah, you. Okay. Uh... So, but it's not just that. I mean, there have been other issues, other similar things that go. I mean, you know, it keeps me in a monologue every week. Yeah, but. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's all right. I can hear a lorry from the outside. You're right. You're you right. Pick I it told up. you. Yeah. He didn't believe me. We need to close that door. Yeah. So yeah, um, yeah. Credibility is a big problem. I mean, six teams in the top league is a credibility issue just by itself, isn't just it? A bit, yeah, just a tad. Um, so, and you and, and you think you look back on. In the seventies and eighties, and there was like you know, twenty teams in the bottom league, twenty teams in the top Second league. Two, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you only had one chance to, you know, you had all the top rods over here, and you've literally only had one chance to see them during the season at mm. your track. So it's yeah. not like where they, you know, they could be here again in three or four weeks. Yeah, particularly the name's Chris Harris. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's ridden for everyone. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not knocking Chris at all. No, he's um, taking advantage of the rule, isn't he? So, but yeah. So, yeah, so that's that. Anyway, we've got lots to talk about today, I think. Um, Absolutely. But also we want to know what you guys have got to talk about. Uh, so, Chris, will let you know how you can take part. Okay, so on Facebook, just search for UK Speedway Tavern. You'll find us on all the good Facebook pages and groups. Also, we're on YouTube live at the same time every Tuesday. Uh, if you miss these shows, you can always catch up uh, from Wednesday lunchtime. We're on. Uh, we'll be on Apple, Spotify, Acast, Google, Alive, Alive, uh, loads. All your favourite podcast platforms. Thank you. Okay. Um, We've got a few uh, comments coming up on the shout box. So uh, if you want uh, your questions answered or you've got any comments to do with anything to do with Speedway, shove it up on um, the the shout box and we will do our best to get through them all. Um, So apparently they had enough tyres, but they were substandard. So they run out of safe tyres, basically. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah. that's how I would read it. So. Yeah, I mean, Rich Thomas says, don't think it's because they ran out. It's more about safety. Well, they ran out of usable tyres, I yeah. think, is probably the... Yeah. Um, you know, why were, were, why were they substandard? Does any, anybody inspect these before? I, I don't know how it works, so mm-hmm. um, let us know. Hi, guys. Sound on Facebook is top-notch. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. I think I've got it right this week. You never know. Let's, yeah. let's not, let's not yeah. count out chickens. Uh, Speedway in Britain, sadly, is a laughing stock now, says Rich Thomas, and there's a lot to be said for that, I think. And all those teams had junior teams, and I'm sure that's true. We, had, we used to have second halves with junior riders, yeah. in, in uh, which is sort of what Birmingham are sort of bringing back at the moment, in a, in a way. Um, Duncan Pemberton, anyone seen the video of Greg Hancock giving Bewley an award for best pass at Cardiff and his reply? <laughs> yes, I did see the pass. I did see his comment, yeah. Uh, would you like to share it? I didn't pass anybody. Uh, where's, the, where's the comment, sir? <laughs> okay, brilliant. <laughs> well, yeah. 
at least he's honest. Uh, fantastic night of speedway wars last night. Stadium was full of supporters from both clubs. Was nice to see, and we need to see more of that. Yeah, it was uh, a um, really good meeting last night at. Uh, but you would say that, yeah. Mm. Well, it, it was a great, it was a very good meeting, very good atmosphere as well. I mean, as I say, plenty of uh, Bellevue fans as is normal. Might the uh, the trip down from from Manchester. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't go to the meeting in the morning, but there were plenty of Wolves fans making the journey up to the NSS as well. So, two two really good meetings, and on the basis of what we saw last night, you know, that's got a certainly that should give Wolves a, a lot of encouragement for the. Uh, for the playoffs, mm-hmm. of course, if they could, because obviously over a, overall it would have been an aggregate victory over the Aces, and given Bellevue's form in, in recent weeks, that's uh, they, they were obviously mitigating circumstances. Of course, Bellevue losing Tom Brennan and, and Charles Rice, both of them in, you know involved in nasty crashes. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope they, yeah. At this stage, I don't know whether Tom Brennan is going to race tomorrow. I don't know whether he declared any. Um, declared himself running tomorrow, but whether he'll make a late decision, because of course he's. Probably the favourite for the meeting at Perry Bar tomorrow, which meeting they will go on to uh, a little bit shortly. Mm, mm. But uh, it was a good, solid effort from from Wolves. I mean, it surprised me getting getting as close as we did in in the morning. To be fair, you know, I mean, you know, two weeks ago we were ten points behind and looked pretty much done and dusty that we mm. weren't going to get anything. And then a good two good results in the last two races to get uh, to get it back within four. I mean, if you look at it from a point of view of playoffs, mm-hmm. you you won. Yeah, <laughs> but you got to you've got to take you got to do it. Charles Wright and Tim, and you got to yeah. do it when you're like it's makes it for in, interesting. Um, yeah, going forward, I guess I, I don't agree with uh, Simon Corbett's um, comment. He says without Waffenden, Bewley, Lambert not riding in the UK, how can it be credible? Well. I, I, correct me if I'm wrong, but there are plenty of footballers that go to other countries mm, and then still yeah. r- still pay for their mm. their team. And oh, yeah, there's yeah. nothing. Yeah. So uh, I think it's possibly not creditable or mm. cr- credible that they can they can ride in more than one team. Yeah. Yeah. That's a bit. That's but yeah. I think the the mechanics of. I do. I mean, I think beauty. Money wants, I think beauty does want to race in this country. Mm. Obviously, of course that. Suggestion is that the the Polish clubs are going to re- relax the regulations next year. So we hope. That, I'm, I'm not overly. I'm certainly not convinced that Ty Wuffington will come back, and I'm not convinced Robert Lambert will come back to the UK either. Really, yeah, I mean that's that's another thing that takes credibility yeah. away. That Poland is so powerful within yeah. within the sport. Um, you you could look at. You for being all powerful in the sport, but it's not because FIFA's all. Pa- you know, it, it doesn't. It doesn't seem to happen in any, any other yeah. sport that a country just essentially runs the sport. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So yeah. Uh, evening watching via YouTube all seems okay tonight. Just watch Swedish Speedway meeting with top riders really puts UK Speedway in the shade. Uh, I haven't seen any Swedish Speedway. Um, I don't think they have a very long season. They do. No, they? it's only shorter. So it's a lot shorter than the season in the UK. Mm. So um, I guess maybe they can afford to have them for that. By the way, we have got a, a quite important match taking place down on the south coast. Yes, we have. Plymouth against uh, Redcar. I believe Redcar need a point to mm-hmm. uh, secure their place in the top six. And at the moment, they are well on course after eleven heats. It's Plymouth twenty nine, Redcar. 37. Good solid performance from Redcar. Of course, mm-hmm. they haven't got Charles Wright. He's obviously because of his crash last night at Monmouth. 
Uh, Richard Lawson's guesting for him, and he's picked up three wins. Not really can't, so far, you so. can't do better than that, can you? Yeah. Um, it's, it's the interval at Plymouth. Oh, it's disappeared. Can that's I right. have... Uh, that's no pro- not a problem. Uh, have we discussed having two British riders on the podium of a GP for the first time in 20 years? We are going years. to come on to that, aren't we? we so. Absolutely will. Um, yep. Yeah. I mean, Last time was at uh, Coventry in 2000. And that was Mark the Ram- and Martin Dugod, of course, who won it, and Mark Ram was third. At Coventry. At um, Coventry, yeah. So it's also yeah. the last time that three British riders got to a semi-final in a Grand Prix, and that was in the same year. That was 2000 at uh, Prague. And that ah. was Mark the Ram, Chris Lowy, and Carl Stone. Were- I, I, I'm now, Matt, taking a vote on We Change um, Matt's name. He's Ned the Stato. Stato. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> uh, yeah, are we going to carry on calling him that name that you says don't mention? Or maybe not. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Robert Greenwood, I can actually say I have never seen a meeting abandoned to a tyre shortage issue as the Peterborough Sheffield meeting. But was but was for rider safety. Rider safety is paramount. Feel for the travelling fans. I travel from Bradford to Sheffield. So glad I was working Monday, otherwise I would have been there myself. Yeah. Yeah, I there needs to be some sort of inquiry, doesn't there, about into how what happened there, mm. why. Yeah, that's to be. Um That is cra- that is crazy. I, was, I, I did say before, I mean before the before when it wins on air, that it, it's it's like um, a footballer. Game turning up with no no balls. It was his turn. We can't carry on because we've got no balls. We've got no balls. Uh, I think we probably better not go any further down that road. Yeah, yeah. Pardon me for talking about my balls. Yeah. Uh, two good meetings between Aces Wolves yesterday, says Jeff Daniels. Personally, I think the Aces will not be racking up 60 points plus for the rest of the season because as the winter nights roll in, tracks will get slicker. Even at NSS, it was slick due to overcast weather on Monday and gating was imperative. Wolves deserved their point and at Monmouth, Aces were unlucky with injuries, but that speedway playoffs will be a leveller. It makes the playoffs a bit a little bit more exciting gives you hope that you can because mm. you was last week saying well yeah really Bellevue's got it well, it, it well at the moment I mean Bellevue I think they are the favourites to win it although of course they're not top of the league at the moment of course Ipswich still are um, so um, well th- this is true yeah uh, Duncan Pemberton shout out for young master Flint I know he gets a lot of stick from Wolves fans at times, but he was excellent at Monmore Green last yeah, night. Yeah, he really started to dial into the place. Yeah. What was he honest. like at the NSS? Um, solid. I think yeah. he got four points down there, so he got better <laughs> as the night went on. But, but the the big problem with Leon has always has always been whether he could master the racing on the you know because I mean riding at Monmore is totally different to belting around Bellevue and Berwick every week. Mm-hmm. But he's really sort of the last couple of weeks he's really got it together. Um, a brilliant ride, really, to hold off Matty Zagor for three oh, really? and a half laps, oh. and then you know. But yeah. in fairness to Zagor, a class, a classy move from him to blast round both mm. him and Becker on the last bend. You know, really, really, really was a good piece of uh, racing from Matty Zagor. Although he didn't score a point after that. Too, <laughs> <laughs> I think he felt he'd done his work. Uh, ben Clifton says you even look like Stato. Shall I turn up in a dressing ground next week then? <laughs> uh, no. Uh, <laughs> was it Angus Lufren? Yeah, it was, wasn't it? Was it? It was Angus Loughran, yeah, on Fantasy Football League. Yeah. With Skinner mm-hmm. and Bedale. 
Yes, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. So when I was when I was at um, Hospital at Walsall, we had a we had a guy called Richard Cross who um, mm. was good at stats, particularly with Walsall. And he one time he actually turned up at the studio in a dressing ground to pretend to be stats. Oh, wow. so, <laughs> get a, obviously could get away because it was on the radio. But yeah. uh, so Bradley Gray, I love that name, Bradley Gray. Unlike my name, which is Badly Gray, yeah. um, I went. I went and missed my scores, silly Billy. Yeah. Another good name. <laughs> uh, two British riders on the podium, not to mention on British TV, absolutely. Yeah, oh, I know. It's simple, the tyres have to be sent back to the tyre manufacturer and the issue will be investigated. I don't think, I think it should be investigated by the FIM, if I'm honest. Uh, massive congratulations to Dan Bewley on his Grand Prix two in a row victories this lad is a class act and a world champion in waiting even as a Tigers fan love watching him race oh, is that mm. the first is that the first time British riders won two GPs on the back to back I think I'm, not, I'm, not, think I'm not convinced Ty's done it has he, he may not? have done it but I, I can't he doesn't I'm jump out he but what he's done is he's taken the step that Chris Harris couldn't yeah and he's backed it up on, a, yeah. on a foreign track as well. He's mm. not done it on a British track. He's backed it up straight away as well. Admittedly, of course, he, he knows Rostov anyway because he races for them every week in, mm-hmm. in the Polish league. Mm-hmm. So, but uh, let's have a look at the standings in the GP actually. There, so Bart Smarsnik still in front, but although his lead has been sort of cut by not reaching the uh, not reaching the final. Um, 108 for Smarsnik, 92 for Leon Madsen, Dan Bewley now up to third on. 84, Patrick Dudek 76, Magic Yanofsky 74, Freddie Lindgren 70, Robert Lambert 68, and Ty Wolfenden 64. So Ty now the uh, the lowest of the three Brits. Yeah, I mean that's. I've got to say as well, I was really pleased with Robert Lambert because he rode really well mm. on on Saturday. Thoroughly deserved his uh, his podium finish, and that'll give him a boost as well because he. That's his highest ever finish. Well, yeah, isn't and it? of course, not getting through the qualifiers. He now it's imperative now that he gets mm. into the top six, and he's only he's obviously two points behind uh, Freddie Lindgren. Uh, so, somebody called Brian Buck would like to uh, say on the subject of tyres. Perhaps someone who knows more than I do about speedway bikes can confirm that most road bikes use an eighteen-inch rear wheel. Speedway bikes have used a nineteen-inch rear wheel since nineteen fifty-six. Before then, it was a 22-inch wheel. So if this is the case, would it not make sense for Speedway to change the rear wheel size to 18-inch in order to make a much wider selection of tyres become available? Um, no. <laughs> it's not just that it's, there's... <laughs> it's not the size that matters. It's not, it's not just the size, <laughs> no, no, it's, no, the, no, it's no. the width. <laughs> and Speedway tyres are very narrow tyres. Mm. Um, yeah. Uh, Michael, doesn't matter who sends them back to the manufacturer. I'm saying that's what's need. That's what's needed to happen. FAM and the truck tire manufacturer, preferably. I think that it needs to be with the FAM in attendance. Who is that's the tire manufacturer now that they use? Is it Aaron? Is it Aaron? Sure, some, sure somebody okay. will put it on the comments. Yeah, please so do. Is it, is it only one tire manufacturer? Is it I believe it is in this country. I think it is, yeah. Really? Yeah, okay. I think, yeah. Okay. I was going to say, oh, they must be making a bomb, but it's not really. <laughs> well, yeah. it's got to be worthwhile they're doing it, hasn't it? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe they make yeah. something else. Rubber as well. <sighs> Have you got any suggestion? No, you had not. to go there, didn't no. you? Yeah. The show's going really so far down. It's 
Unbelievable. Shall we talk about the playoffs? First of all, let's have a chat about uh, the Premiership. It's pretty much... Anlas is the... Uh, it's a Turkish company. Yeah, Anlas. So. I can remember, yeah, as I resources there, I remember when it was Barham. I think it was Barham when I yeah. first started watching Speed Stop Ops like in the early 90s, but late 80s, early 90s, so, yeah. Yeah, so I think it's pretty much sealed the top four now, yep. is it? Ipswich 37, Wolves 34, Bellevue 32, Sheffield 30, Kingsley 18, Peterborough 10. So I think the top four is pretty much, so as things stand at the moment, it would be Ipswich and Sheffield and... Uh, Wolves against Bellevue. That'd be interesting, Again. then, wouldn't yeah. it? Um, yeah, so is would... there much chance of it that changing? Um, Position wise, well, Wolves have got two matches left. Um, Ipswich have got three. Bellevue have got four. So it's probably going to stay. stay yeah, that I think thing, it's probably it? going to be. 37, 34, 32, 30, so it's, uh, it's close. You know, I mean, it, it's, it's probably surprising a few people. And I, I, it surprised me a few weeks ago when we looked at the table and Ipswich was still top of the league because mm. I would actually assume the run that Bellevue had been on that they'd managed to get there, but I guess well, you they've, take kept, in, they've kept kept going though, haven't they? Yeah, I guess, you, I guess you take into account Bellevue started the season quite poorly, mm. so... Um, so I mean I think you would I mean Sheffield of course you think back to the start of the season we were we were raving about Sheffield weren't we but we was, yeah. they just it just hasn't really sort of fizzled out a bit yeah it does a bit and they've had a few problems as well obviously mm. with the with the track up at Sheffield which hopefully they can sort out um, keep hearing that from different tracks all the time I mean the Wolverhampton's had problems this year as well haven't yeah, they yeah it's certainly it's certainly been very good the last couple of weeks though mm. there's been two excellent meetings against Bellevue and, and Sheffield as well last week. Okay, so uh, championship. Well, the championship, of course. Um, so Red six, Car, is, I it? think Red Car obviously looked like they're on the way to getting their place tonight. So at the moment, you've got Leicester on forty-six, Glasgow forty, Pete, uh, Paul thirty-nine, Edinburgh thirty-two, Plymouth twenty-nine, and at the moment it's Scunthorpe on twenty-six points with Red Car on twenty-six. But of course, Red Car. On the way to getting that point with Scunthorpe mm. now having run all their matches, I think. So. And the top two teams uh, well, Leicester have, straight to the semi-finals, yeah. don't they? Leicester have completed all their matches. Glasgow have got um, one left, and that is against, uh, let me just check, Plymouth. That's next week. Oh, OK. Oh, Down at Plymouth, so... I mean, it's been a great season for Plymouth, to be fair. You know, I don't think anybody would have had them down as a, as a player team at the start of the season. Um, they may have been a little bit uh, sort of taking advantage of the uh, the guest rule for Eddie Kennett, but... Mm. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we've, we've, we, yeah, we, we've had our say about that. I mean, we can't yeah. really say too much, given that Birmingham's currently got mm-hmm. one rider. Um, Leicester in the box seat, do you think, for that league? Or... I see. I, I fancy Glasgow. Well, I, I was, I was nice to say I was really impressed with Glasgow mm. when they came to. I think I would say they were the best team I've seen at Perry mm. Bar this season. Uh, so I do, but will Leicester's home track advantage? To play That's probably be the big thing, isn't it, for mm. them? So uh, Jeff Lynn, Jeff Daniels, I beg your pardon, has pointed out that Kings Lynn can get a maximum of thirty-four points, yeah, and that can. includes a four-point win needed at. Yeah, they can Sheffield. do. Yeah. I, I, They've strengthened their team, Kings, then, mm. to be fair, and they've obviously had a uh, win at Peterborough, of course, and uh, 
recent news goals. But uh, that would be a comeback. It would be. It would be. I don't momental proportions. Don't really see. Let's have a look at who they've got in their last uh, few matches. If you can get the yes. BSPL site to to work, play ball. Just talk amongst yourselves for a minute. Yeah, so. yeah. Uh, can I just say if you um, if anybody is listening or watching and doesn't normally uh, uh, put anything on the shout box, box uh, feel free to just say hello. Maybe just say hello. Yeah, that yeah, would be don't cool. Don't be shy. Say hello. Some of you don't bite. <laughs> <laughs> so Kings Inn have got Bellevue at home. They've got Peterborough at home, they've got Sheffield at home, and they've got Wolves at home, and they've got one away match left. Which is going to be Sheffield. Sheffield. You can't see them getting maximum points from all of those, can Not you? all of them, no. no. To be fair, I mean, it would be monumental if they did. Well, it would give them a hell of a lift as well if they can squeeze, squeeze in, because in, yeah. you know, we saw what Coventry did. In 2010, they, got, they had a great run of form, just about mm. snuck in the playoffs, and then went on and, and won the league and managed to upset Paul in the process. <laughs> so. Wolves riders are dialed in now to track, but worrying problem now is there's going to be a big gap before playoff semis at Manuel Green. Bellevue will finish top, Ipswich second, Wolves third, Sheffield fourth. Well, Bellevue have got one home match left that's against Sheffield on mm-hmm. uh, September the 5th they've got to go to Kings Lynn they've got to go to Peterborough and they've got to go to Sheffield it would not surprise me to see a couple of Wolves riders riding for Birmingham against Cradley wouldn't surprise me mm. I think uh... are you there Lawrence Probably isn't because he'll be working at the track tonight. Um, Chris Bowen says hello. Hi, hello, Chris. Chris Bowen. Welcome to the Speedway Tavern. Yeah, we know. I know Chris well. Um, okay. Do you owe him money? Yeah, probably. Oh, I'll get rid of him then. <laughs> Shall we have a look at tomorrow's meeting then? Um, yep. Do we have a look at the NDL as well with the playoffs? Oh, I've got to read this. Yep. Um, Duncan Pemberton, don't get too deflated over the tyre crisis, tread carefully over criticism and make no more pressure to the makers or we might as well find another manufacturer. please. Keep keep the puns coming, thank you. (laughs) No. Please. (laughs) Just to annoy Mike. Yeah, I'll do that. Yeah, MDL, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so at the moment you've got Berwick 29, Leicester 25, Bellevue Colts 24, Mildenhall 24, Oxford 23, Kent 17... Plymouth 4, Armadale 3, so obviously Plymouth and Armadale, you can pretty much rule out of it. So it is top 4, mm. first against 4th, second against 3rd. So, uh, I mean, Kent have still got 6 matches left, so on 17 points. So that that so, in with a, a good yeah, so chance. Mildenhall, Mildenhall, Oxford and Kent. I think Kent probably are outside because they're going to have to go some to even with six matches left. Mm. But only probably going to have to go some to get them in. Yeah, <laughs> I would think so. Yeah, so Millnall obviously got the got the fourth spot at the moment, just a point ahead of uh, of Oxford. And they seem to be showing a lot of form at the moment. <coughs> Millnall. Mm, they do. Yeah. Um, well, we've got their their matches left. They've still got to go to Berwick. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've still got to go to Plymouth. So they've they've got those two matches at home uh, and. I think they've run all their away matches. Well, the, yes, they have. Oxford, they've uh, got home matches against Kent, and that's it. So, Oxford, 
have to win that match really against Kent to mm. sort of keep their their chances alive. But Middlesbrough, of course, with a couple of matches in hand, Kent have still. I've got a, uh, Armadale at home. They've got to go at Bellevue at home, and they've got to go to Leicester and Oxford. So two tough away matches for them. So okay. you would think it would probably stay as it is yeah. in that league. Pat Moore says it was nice to see Wolves riders having photos with youngsters and signing autographs. Keep it up, Wolves. Those youngsters are Speedway's future. Yeah, I think that's where a lot of sportsmen seem to sort of get sort of going to a bit of a bubble, don't they? Really, mm. in, in a lot of other sports, you know, it's, it's important, really, for 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 me that you've got to go on. You know, chance of riders interacting with with supporters, in particular kids. I mean, that's something that they they, they really enjoy, you know. So what's Chris messing about with that? He's putting his lights out at the moment. So. A bit orange, actually. Oh, yeah. Uh, no comment. Um, You've been strapped to Ron Atkinson's sunbed again, have you? Right, yeah. shall we have a look at... Uh, I'm really looking forward to tomorrow's under-21. I hope Tim Brennan... Tom Brennan... Where do I keep getting this Tim from? <laughs> yeah. I really hope he can race. Let's have a look at the lineup then. So you've got Vinnie... Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com acast, and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com acast. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Ford, Leon Flint, Carl Bickley, Jody Scott, Harry McGurk, Henry Atkins, Joe Thompson, Tom Brennan, subject to fitness of course, Drew Kemp, Nathan Amblett, Sam Hagon, Sam McGurk, Dan Thompson, Jason Edwards, Jordan, Enkin, Jordan Jenkins and Connor Bailey with the reserves Max Perry and Alex Goldsborough. There's a few that sort of Jump out. Jump out. Yeah. Flint. Yeah, Flint. Carl Bickley's. Tom, yeah, yeah Carl Bickley, well. yeah. Um, Thompson. Drew Kemp. Drew Kemp. I have to say, you know, he's been getting quite a bit of criticism from the Wolves fans, but he, he did, you know, he sort of came to the party a little bit in the mm. second half of last night's meeting. Jason Edwards has, of course, had a terrific season. He's really made a lot of progress, so he could be he a, has, yeah. a yeah. bit of a... And he knows the track quite yeah. well. Tom Brennan, obviously, subject to fitness, is the favourite. I mean, even if he rides, is he going to be 100% fit? Because it's you know big so, um, big ask after I mean, forty eight hours after a big crash. Yeah, it was a big crash by all accounts. It, yeah, it was. Um, uh, Brian Buck says, "I appreciate that speedway bikes currently use a narrow rear tyre, but is that essential?" I've followed Speedway for 69 years, but I still know little or nothing about the actual bike, so maybe someone better informed can answer this. Well, yeah, because if there's too much grip, they're not going to slide. Mm, yeah. I think that's the way it works. Yeah. Yeah, that's how I would see it anyway. 
Josh Pickering, loved guesting for Wolves last night, said there is a very big team spirit and it's joy to be around this team and management are a class act. I could see him being a Wolves rider next year. I can wouldn't surprise me. Mm-hmm. You know, really, really exciting rider to watch, and there's obviously a heavy Australian contingency at Wolves as well. So yeah. it would, wouldn't really, wouldn't surprise me to see him at Brum either. So that'd be that'd be good, wouldn't it? Yeah. That'd make a nice. Uh, Anyway. On the basis, of course, the Birmingham don't decide to move up, which I don't think will happen, but... Are you joking? <laughs> move up. Move, move up. up. Get back in your box. <laughs> I think it's about as likely as Wolves moving down, if I'm being... Yeah. Well, we don't know what's going to happen over the... I mean, that, that'll that be a show in itself. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. It's one of those sports, really, where um, you don't know what's going to happen to... Either your team or the actual sport until until three weeks after the season starts. Absolute craziness. So, yeah, we shall see. We shall see. And we don't know what the averages are going to be set at. We don't know how many leagues are going to be. We don't know how many teams are going to be in each league. I mean, the whole mm. Peterborough situation does not look good. Um, well, I mean, things like this, what happened there last night, don't exactly. Yeah help their cause no but we, we I have included them at the um, the under 21 final in the uh, in the predictions so I'm sure people have been putting their predictions on for tomorrow's meeting okay so so we'll, we'll look at that in a little while but um, I think it's a big coup it's a big coup for Birmingham to get mm-hmm. that meeting isn't it because mm-hmm. it's you know it's, I mean obviously I think they had the uh, was it the semi-final of the under 19s something like that yeah it was supposed to be the final of course and it was because it was round off, it was then changed to the semi-final. semi-final yeah. I remember that because I don't. I remember talking to Only David Mason about that, and I don't think he was particularly happy. Although he sort of kept his counsel on the subject, really. Yeah. Is, is there a big crowd expected? Or I don't know what the expectation is. I mean, the other thing about it, of course, is it's on BSN. Yep. Um, of course, there is no Birmingham rider in it. Um, there's obviously a riders with Birmingham heritage, yeah. shall we say. Yeah, I'm a fl- uh, Flint, Leon Flint being the biggest. Yeah, um, yeah. So player. I would imagine there'll be a fair few from uh, from the Black Country heading over to see Leon Rice. And, and Tom Brennan is sort of a, an honorary Brummery this year with the number yep. of times he's guested for us. So I think the, the Thompson twins, of course, of course, they sort of grew they up. They were our to, mascots yeah. for a while. Um, so yeah, yeah. It just depends on how many t- uh, t- other teams come out to support our riders and what the track what the I, ho- I hope it's going to be a better than average crowd yeah I hope so it's what, what I'm hoping for um, and we've seen some great riding at Birmingham this year so I think I think they're going to be going for it tomorrow aren't they they're going to be oh, yeah. gunning for it um, we've got some more comments coming up more to the point how many riders will we have in the British final and championship riders meeting everyone bar Adam Ellis was doubling and Adam had previously been doubling with Birmingham earlier in the season yep uh, how much has Targate got to do with the, the how much has Targate got to do with being the fault of British Speedway I would like to know what could have been done to prevent such an event I hear plenty saying it's a joke etc <sighs> I hear what you're saying, but what I, I was looking at it from the point of view of newspaper editors looking at that, yeah, yeah, and trying to you know bring some credibility into the sport. There's a suggestion that Spurs probably not recovered from the Sunday Mirror scandal in in the early '80s, is it? Mm. 
with the the rice the rice fixing uh, okay. suge- mm. suggestions that were that were made. I think it was an undercover was it an undercover reporter who sort of blew the lid on it. Yeah, I, lid I, on I, it, yeah. I don't remember much about it because I wasn't sort of around during that period, but. Um, well, you were alive, weren't you? 84. Well, so. I'm not entirely sure. I'm not, <laughs> not sure about that. It was the 80s. Yeah, yeah, if you remember it, you wasn't there. Yeah. <laughs> there, there, there is actually. The first, the first three years of the 80s, I remember absolutely nothing. Oh, well, we don't want to know about that, to be yeah. fair. Apart from, a, <laughs> apart from a couple of things. <laughs> ben, Barry Young says, I think you have as much chance of walls as I have of winning the lottery. <laughs> okay. Yep. Yeah. Let's hope you win the lottery. Yeah. <laughs> and good luck. I will. Ne- I won't win because I don't play it. Um, I guess we better have a look at the. Uh, yes. Are we going to go to? The, should we go to the tables first? Yeah. Keep your comments coming up. We're going to do our um, Simon Pearson yeah. uh, prediction league. Nigel. Pearson. Nigel. Pe- oh God. <laughs> He's done it again. Norge is probably up there, though, laughing his head off yeah. about that. So. Oh, sorry, Norge. Simon's probably up there. <laughs> 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 yeah. Must be we've got to do with me, so. Uh, uh, right, OK. Oh, dear. I'm going to have to... I need a card with his name written down. Yeah. Me so I don't yeah. do so, that So way ahead, we still have... Well, not way ahead, but we still have in front Simon Corbett. He's uh, only three points ahead, isn't he? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's not a lot, really. No. Uh, ben Clifton are following with 201. Then we go to Dave Twine. On one nine eight, uh, Andrew Garner on one nine six, and then it's somebody else, and somebody else, and somebody else, and somebody in ninth place, me, tenth place, on one eight eight. I'm out of it now. Okay, you was out of it a long time ago. Do we still think it's maybe a two horse race? Dave Twine's not. I not, think, not, it, I think it's know. a three-horse race. Yeah. Or possibly, Dave, possibly four. Yeah, I mean, Dave Twine's got. I mean, he got. He was the only one that got a green last yeah. in the top three last week. Mm. Unfortunately, he was also the only one that got three reds. So yeah. it's going to go to the wire, isn't it? Yeah, it's going to be the most exciting thing about Speedway this season. Let's hope not. <laughs> I think Dan Bewley winning two no people won't, GPs on the no, trucks pretty exciting. People won't remember that, but they'll remember this. Okay. Okay, so let's get through the um, thing quickly. If you want to join in, even at this late point, you've probably got a chance of, of overtaking me. Um, let's give it a go, shall we? And we'll get through it as quick as we can. So keep your... Um... <laughs> Duncan Pemberton says, I hope all those who have picked Brennan for under-21s are not no. allowed to choose anyone else. No, no, obviously we have uh, changed, have we? So we can't... Uh... I suspect he will race. It's whether he's going to be fit. Mm. You know, he's not going to want to miss that meeting because I would imagine that's a, that's probably a, a meeting that he's yeah. a lot of emphasis on along with the British final. Okay, we'll we'll come back to your comments after we've gone through this. So don't run away if you're not joining yeah. in. Keep commenting. Keep and commenting. we'll get through this as quick we'll as we can. So, so we start off with, and I believe it's me first this week, isn't yep, the it? British Under Twenty One final. Okay, Under Twenty One. I'm going to go for. I'm hoping he's going to be there. I'm going to say Tom Brennan because that's who I would have picked. Up to you. I'm going to go with Leon Flint. Okay. I'm going to go with Flint as well. Yep. Okay. Wouldn't su- it certainly wouldn't surprise me. Mm. Okay, next up, uh, we'll leave Midlife's testimonial. Uh, uh, so tomorrow- just, can I just say, can I just say, Rich Thompson, I am not reading that out. 
Okay. Yeah. Uh, right. <laughs> That's pretty good. So we have got some clever people. I don't it's not quite nine there. o'clock yet, though, unfortunately. No. Uh, so Kingsland against Peterborough is the next one. Kingsland versus Peterborough. Okay, it's up to you. Kingsland by twenty. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kingsland by fourteen. Kingsland by sixteen. Okay. Next up, Sheffield against Wolves. That's up to you. Uh, hey. uh, I'll go Sheffield by ten. Uh, mm. Go on, I'm going to say me. Wolves by two. Pardon? You heard me. Oh, right, okay. I've gone Wolves by four. What? Red car next, is it? Yeah, in the uh, semi final. Uh, is... Second leg, I think, is the semi final, so I can't remember what the first leg score was. Okay. Um, mm. Edinburgh by four. Did, uh, red car by ten. Red car by eight. Okay. Yeah, Edinburgh won the first leg by four, so... Hmm. Well, we shall see. Okay, and then you've got the second leg of the quarter-final on the same night. Scunthorpe against Leicester. That's mm. up to you. That's amazing, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yep. Leicester by four. I'll go Leicester by eight. I'm going to say a draw. I have to do at least one of them. I'm going to get one <laughs> of these draws one of these days. Okay, next up, moving on to Saturday in the NDL. Uh, Leicester against Kent. Uh, that's up to you, Chris. Is it? Okay. Mm-hmm. I'll go for a Leicester by eight. Leicester by twelve. Leicester by twelve. Okay. Mm-hmm. Next up on uh, Sunday, Kent against Armadale. Uh, it's a long old drive if you're from, uh, from uh, Armadale. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a draw. Um, I'm going to say Kent by twenty. Kent by sixteen. Shall I go in the middle? Yeah. Kent by eighteen. Do you like it in the middle? I do, yeah. Mm-hmm. The bishop to the bar <laughs> <laughs> Okay, next up, Mildenhall against Berwick. First one of a double header. Yeah, oh, God. Uh, M- Mildenhall. Yeah. I hope the track stands up to it. I've had problems at Mildenhall this mm-hmm. year, haven't they? So that's just amazing, isn't it? Yep. Mildenhall by four. Uh, I'll go Mildenhall by ten. Oh, I'm going to say Mildenhall by eight. Okay, so that's swiftly followed by Mildenhall against Plymouth. And that's up to you, Chris. Why are they on the same day? It's a double header. Oh, right. Get the maidens through, I think. Oh, basically, right. we're yeah. at that stage, aren't we? Where oh, they start running double headers to get the fixtures in. Okay. Well, I suppose I'll go Plymouth by six. That one. Ooh, that'd be cool. <laughs> it is now because I'm going to say Moldy Mildenhall by sixteen. I've got even more extreme than mm. I've gone Mildenhall by twenty-four. I'm just thinking it might be a bit knackered by the second one. <laughs> They might not have any right. <laughs> <isn't it? laughs> okay, yeah. next one up is the uh, War of the Roses on Monday. Bellevue against Sheffield, and that's down to me. Yeah. I'm going to say Sheffield by sorry Be- Bellevue by ten. <laughs> you thought I'd taken leave of my senses then? Bellevue by twelve. I've gone for. I'll go Bellevue by fourteen. Okay, next up Peterborough against Ipswich. Interesting. Talk to you, um, Matt. Yeah. Ipswich by ten. I'll go Ipswich by 14. I'm going to say Ipswich by 8. Okay. And last, this will be the on during uh, next week's show, Plymouth against Glasgow. That's up to me, isn't it? Mm. I'll go Glasgow by 12. Glasgow by 8. Yeah, I've gone Glasgow on that one by 10. Current score, mm. by the way, at Plymouth is uh, 36-48 in favour of Red Carso. Red car are in the playoffs. They've won the meeting. They've won the meeting, yep. won the meeting yep. right? So, so, yeah. so Scunthorpe miss out on the top six. 
and that concludes this week's right. have we got any more comments that have come before yeah. all yeah. of those i do believe there was some stuff yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. that was in reference to the yeah Dreams again. okay yeah. Yeah. i think there was more before yeah there you go duncan i knew there was something who is happy with the tatum and louis partnership as main commentary team post nigel pearson i think they are the best pairing going forward well currently they're the only pairing they've done well haven't they mm. i think um i mean i heard calvin tatum on another podcast a few weeks ago mm-hmm. talking about i mean he, he's he's admitted himself and he didn't surprise me once after Nigel died, he's he didn't really want to carry on, mm. but he had a lot of support, particularly from Nigel's family. Uh, so he's made he made the choice to to carry on this year. I think he needed somebody alongside him who he knew to help him through it. And of course, he's worked with Chris Louis before, mm. not obviously on an international duty. It's a big racing. responsibility to take yeah. that the top spot in the commentary, if you like, as yeah. opposed to the bit that just coming in and, and saying, "Oh well, his bike's this or whatever it is," you know. Yeah. It's a big responsibility. Yeah, I mean, and he's done well. Yeah, so I mean, Chris Lewis obviously got experience from when he was, you know, doing a lot of stuff for Sky, mm-hmm. doing the analysis for them. And I've always, I've always had a lot of respect for for Chris Lewis mm-hmm. as, a, as a as a rider and as a as a promoter and as a as a pundit as well. Mm-hmm. So I think it's uh, I think it's a good pairing, and it's um, it seems think, to be working. Yeah, it's a bit more down to earth, really, isn't it? In, in fairness, mm. um, I think there were, obviously there was a lot of joking around really between uh, uh, there was, yeah, and that, and yeah. Pierce. I think that was just the rapport that they had, and maybe that will come out as they get a better yeah rip and get to know each other a bit a bit better. I mean, I think they were the best of friends, weren't they? Yeah, uh, Pearson and Tatum. I think they were really. Um, Which is quite ironic, of course, because I mean, Calvin Tatum has admitted that when when he was racing, he, he couldn't stand Nigel Pearson. Yeah, <laughs> so. How, uh, well, <laughs> what what do we say? Sonny Corbett has accused us of copying him. That is a downright well, he's better, slander. He, well, well, why would we copy? <laughs> exactly. If we, if we copy, we're just going to get the same points as 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 him, and not going to get any nearer to him. So you, you better yeah. hope people are copying you, yeah. Simon. Yeah. that's yeah. all I've got. We'll do yeah. better than we normally do. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, uh, Tom Brennan put on Twitter earlier today he was full of aches and pains doctor told him to take two weeks off but he is going to see how he goes on today that's a speedway rider for you yeah they don't take much notice the doctors do they so no. I think they'd have to uh, sort of strap him down to stop him from, from racing I, 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 say, I, I suspect he will race tomorrow Mm. Um, it's, it's whether he's going to be. You think he'll give it a go? Yeah, it's whether he's going to be hundred percent fit. Mm. I mean, to be fair, I think most riders will will tell you that once you're on the bike and you're racing, you don't really feel any pain because the adrenaline's, because going, the adrenaline's going. It's really mm. when you really afterwards when you, you start to feel it. I'll bet. I'll bet. Over the years, there has been a lot of shocks where a rider has been so so badly hurt, and we thought, and then mm. well, he I mean, rides again. You think, hey. With two two cases that that come into into I my think, head, yeah, I can guess one of them. Uh, Kenny Carter, yep, uh, riding with a broken foot, uh, broken leg, in, broken leg, and in winning yeah, the British final, winning the British final. But did he know that bro- he had a broken? Oh yeah, he had it had a special boot yeah. made, and he was riding with the broken leg. So he he broke his leg before the meeting. Yeah. Oh, Ronnie Wall won the world championship with a broken but leg. The as best well, one, uh, and if you if you can get. Um, 
Chris Morton's book. Uh, yeah. I think it's called When the Can Ran Out or something like yeah. that. He, I can't remember it exactly, so I, might, I may have the details slightly wrong, but the gist of it was that he was racing um, in a World Championship qualifying meeting, you know, like uh, they used to have in those days. Mm-hmm. Um, and they needed to be top six to qualify for the next round. And he had quite a bash. He came off, had quite a bash, and he came round in the medical centre. Or Husses, I think he called it. <laughs> um, and he, he he was asked, you know, are you okay? Did, was you unconscious? No. Have you got any pain? No. Mm-hmm. Didn't tell them that his neck had swollen up like this. Mm which doesn't work very well on radio, but you get the idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and that he couldn't actually turn his head. Yeah. Anyway, he qualified. Mm. He rode and he qualified. About three or four years later, whatever it was, he's riding in a meeting, uh, comes off um, and has to go to the hospital to have some precautionary x-rays, and the doctor comes back and says, yeah, you're fine. He says, oh, by the way, when did you break your neck? Mm. <laughs> What do you mean? When did he say, Well, you've obviously broken your neck previously because it's healed. And so, when yeah. did you so he think he reckons that he was riding with a broken neck that night. <laughs> so, what yeah, Bert Troutman, isn't it? So. Yeah, yeah. Malcolm yeah. Corradine, that was a name. Yep. Uh, Brummy supporters will know. Also raced in several matches with a broken ankle in plaster. I don't remember that, but it doesn't surprise me. Yeah, the other one, of course, is the famous one we played at Collins, isn't mm. it? In the World well, Finals in 77. Uh, 200 stitches and fracture of shin defending his title seven days after he did it. They wouldn't um, let you do it now, would they? If you had a broken leg, there's no, no. way anybody in years they would let you no, race. No, I wouldn't. Because health and safety would yeah. be... Uh, Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, I mean, if you, if you, well, I mean, Chris Morton wouldn't have raced... With a broken neck. Well, even without the, even the fact that he was, he'd was he been unconscious for a little yeah. while, they would have said, right, con- you yeah. concussion, you broke, you've hit your head, that's it, you're out for seven days. Yeah. Uh, or whatever it is these days, so is it is better. But I to, yeah, I, I seem to remember Neil Collins breaking his wrist while racing for Wolves, and mm-hmm. he didn't pull out the meeting. He actually changed his clutch cable onto the other side of the handlebars and carried on racing. Yeah, I've heard, yeah, no, yeah, that, that rings sure, a bell. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm sh- how the hell does that happen? Yeah, <laughs> yeah that does ring a bell actually. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that, that, that were different in those days. I can imagine that a lot of it is, I mean, they're hard, obviously, but mm. I suppose a large proportion of it is going to be money. Mm. Yeah, because they don't get paid. They don't yeah, get paid they're they're yeah. self-employed. They yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think I think that's right. So it's performance-related, mm. <laughs> isn't it? Yeah, Which I would mean, be a good idea for some of uh, our uh, footballers. footballers. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, but, but by one token, it means you get the best out of your riders. It's why I don't ever believe a rider turns up to not do well. Mm-hmm. So don't do well, they don't get paid. Well, that's it, so. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Brian Buck says, going back further still, because he can, yeah. Jack Unstead was another rider who raced with a broken leg in plaster. <laughs> I think I have a funding rush in the world final mm. with a broken leg and still finish third. Yeah. But, well, but yeah, I mean, but I know, with, with so. plaster going on with the plastered leg, yeah. mm. that's, you know, <laughs> can imagine showing that to, to any sports star yeah. these days. No, well, you know, no, is the answer. <laughs> I think um, possibly Formula One. Yeah, 
uh, drivers mm. would, if I could get away with it, would. would. Yeah. Um, I mean, I can, I can remember reading some of Malenko's book, and there's a photograph of his of his X-ray after he broke his leg in in Germany right. in '89. Um, I mean, the famous story that, about that is that it happened in in Germany, and Pete Adams and Sam's wife obviously travelled out to Germany to go and be with him afterwards. Um, and uh, <laughs> yes, yeah, so I'm just saying that. Yeah, <laughs> I will read that one yeah. actually. Yeah, just just going you know, on there. Obviously, this was '89, so a lot of there was a, a bit of a language barrier over there. Of course, there weren't many people in in Germany who spoke very good English, and in the end, Pete managed to find a doctor who spoke. I think he said broken English to try and find it, ascertain what the, the leg injury was like. And it was a broken English, it must have been a broken yeah, leg. Yeah, the doctor actually took Peter into his office, pulled a pencil out of his top pocket, banged it on the corner of his desk 12 times, held the pencil out, the pencil was in 12 pieces and he said, that's what the x-ray looks like. <laughs> Where? They, that, I mean, that, they didn't tell him at the time, but privately the doctors didn't think Sam would walk again. Right. And four years later he came back and won the World Championship, so... Oh, I love this by Ben Clifton, but first of all, Duncan Pemberton, you're a naughty boy. However, he says the worst is Bruce Pennell racing all his career with a big head. <laughs> Duncan Pemberton said that. Yeah. I may or may not agree with it. Um, ben Clifton, with the end of the season fast approaching, we all tend to focus on negatives. What has been one positive thing from 2022 that has made you smile? Oh, for me, it's easy. That's the emergence of Dan Bewley on the world stage. Because mm-hmm. he, to me, looks like a, the next British world champion. From a pure, from my point of view, I mean, yes, that. But from a, uh, my team's point of view... Knowing that the club the, are going to be running next knowing year. That the trees, and also that the, the, the track has improved so mm, much. It's, yeah, not, it's, not, so. it's not a finished deal by any, any stretch of the imagination, but it's, yeah, we, we've seen some great it's racing. It's come a long way from the, the, the trials of, of 12 months ago, yeah, hasn't it? So. Yeah, it's seen some great racing this but year. We will do that on a future show, I think, obviously. Um, yes, so everybody have a think about that one, um, and we will. That's a great way to enter. Oh, thank you, Rich Thomas. Right, yeah. we love you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, modesty for, forbids yeah. me from saying that. He said the speedway tavern. Oh, <laughs> the money's on the way. Yeah. Um. yeah. Okay. Well, I guess we, we it's that time of the day. It certainly is. It um, certainly is. Thank you once again. Uh, I guess next week we'll be coming. We'll be talking about the under twenty-one. We will also be t- looking at the upcoming playoffs, playoff situation, and uh, Chris will be thinking about his holiday. So you got another one on the way, have you? Must have by now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so thank you very much once again for all your support. Uh, Pat Moore says seeing two British riders on podium yeah, last definitely. week. Absolutely. You take care, everyone. See you soon. Good night. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. 
And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.